0: All
3: right guys, ready in three, two, one.
2: that a lot of these issues are uh, not as simple as a one sentence explanation. Different industries have different issues in the supply chain. Tucker
3: has a lot of left-wing people on and he doesn't disparage them or uh, criticize them or mock them. You know, he had Brett Weinstein on who's uh, very progressive, he has Tulsi Gabbard on.
0: We had 40,000 Brazilians come through the Yuma sector alone
3: headed for Connecticut wearing designer clothes and Gucci bags. This is
2: not
0: economic migration anymore.
1: Okay, all right, all right, all right, first of all, let's do some housekeeping, Alice. uh, Let me get people up to date on a couple of issues. Thank you, by the way, for all the correspondence uh, on my various uh, disasters in my life. A couple things have been resolved. (laughs) I've got uh, uh, the the stuff that the doctor said, the good-looking doctor said I could have for my Foot that for prescription cream so it wouldn't be infected. Um, it came in today, barely two days after it, it was crucially needed. My foot is totally gangrenous now, it's useless, doesn't matter. Uh, I have got my fat pills now. I am my my numbers, my stroke has been pushed off a little bit. That's good news. I did email those effers at Planet Fitness about uh, th- my, um, What's it called? Rebloxed, <laughs> revoked membership. Uh huh. Um, and um, and so so that's that there. Mm-hmm. Now what freaking holy hell! And this is off the heels of last last night. Do we got a local Facebook page in the town? Like it's nice people of this town. And so there's a guy on there who wanted to essentially take take away a sign that. Commemorates a spot where an Indian thing happened, and so because he's because he wants to add
2: context and nuance for, for, to well, it.
1: forever. He's got a problem with it because it's you get social points now for Oni Alexis while uh, having something taken down that's done by white people. So he's wants <laughs> it done. So 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 whatever. And I go and I engage in the thing, and I, mean, I have kind of a civil conversation uh, with the people who are congratulating congratulating each other on how civil they are, they're being, etc. And then I, I um, it, it, at some point I'm being condescended to in the in the thing about how I need to learn and I need to um avail myself of information avail myself was the mm-hmm. thing. Used. And then the, one of the progressives got started to get salty and saying, "Good night, sir." That's it. <laughs> but I was never being mean. I was never, and I wasn't trying to dunk on anybody. But- I am, very far beyond those days.
2: Yeah, you're not like emotionally invested in <clears throat> no. the Native American stuff the way they are at all. Well, well uh,
1: I mean, oh, you I li- find it interesting. I just no, you
2: find it interesting, but you're not like angry about it. No,
1: I know. I, I'm not angry about it. I, I I think I knew. I have a feeling. Anyway, they came off as very. They're very uh, empathetic, very level-headed, sober people, and they just if the masks came off immediately. And <clears throat> and one of the one of the women. Said, "Oh, well, you're, what do you know? You're from Winchester, and you used to be a concierge, and that. something else." She said, "Too, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand if these things were bad things that I'm from a different town south of well, here. Well, oh
2: yeah, and then the other guy then, said you know, like, that said, if you voted for Trump, then you can't say anything about anything, right? Because he tried to cancel democracy,
1: right? Which is which wasn't great, wasn't clever. It's fine, but I didn't care because I wasn't trying to play the game that they were trying to play, where, where mm-hmm. they'd ferreted out a Trump guy, you know." Ooh. And they were going to, you know, show me now, like the leftist, uh, you know, coffee house smackdown mm-hmm. really it's a scary thing. But anyway, so she, she goes, uh, oh, oh, coming from a person from Winchester. So she either just found my Facebook profile or whatever, did a cursory check and figure, you know what? This guy isn't agreeing with me. I'm going to find deadly information on him and just end the conversation that way. What does it mean if I'm from Winchester? What does that possibly mean? (laughs) I'm from a really nice rich town that's from somewhere else? Does it mean that I'm effete? Does it mean it's a crappy town? Does it mean that I'm not from this town? So then I I can't... I don't even know how to feel about the incoming fire because I don't know what it means. And what does it mean when she says, Mr. Used to be concierge at Omni Parker House? Is that her showing that she knows how to use Google? Or is it? (laughs) did she find the hidden secret? I've been trying to bury that forever. Oh, my God. You're right. I was. I was confused and young. Yeah, I was. It was awesome, actually. And um, yeah, is that a class thing? Is that what that's supposed to be?
2: Well, because I think because then if, if like further down into her comments, she was saying that they had had a very distinguished local historian look into it. Well, they compared the... to you, who's just a concierge oh, and I low see, rent I and see. low rent talk radio host. Actually, then the guy what went after me and attempted. What do you know? When a... they have a very right. distinguished local historian, it, it, and then the guy called me a do. low
1: rent host, and it was
2: just, this was she not. She did. That was the girl. That was, oh, was the her? same. That was concierge girl. Oh. she said you're a former concierge at the Omni Parker House and low rent talk radio host.
1: Low paid talk radio host. <laughs> uh, so. So that my whole thing is like I I don't understand this thing that they're trying to have, and so the, and then you know, uh you know I, I'm I'm responding to their things, mm-hmm. but I think that at some point maybe somebody said you know we I don't know what it was, but then I'm like the, the they deleted the thread. Who thread was that? Was it just too fiery?
2: It was the guy William Bradley. Oh, whatever. the first guy. Like so the he first has guy to had it. made the thread or the um, admins of the group could delete it, too. It's just one of the two. It's
1: remarkable. It's mm-hmm. remarkable. Like, what? I just got ganged up by by two people who...
2: Well, maybe they did it to protect you.
1: Please. I was... I absolutely not need... So we get that. So so whatever. Whatever. It's, I'm not impressed uh, by the attempt. I, I get the feeling that these are people who don't listen to enough low-rent radio and haven't hung out in places where people raise their voices generally. And I don't know that they're aware that they're the level of milk toast that they are. I don't know that they think they are. I think that that they think that they were up to some you know, some some violent um, uh, smiting of me. Right. And I don't think that they understand that that's... But it doesn't matter. I'm not trying to show... That, I'm just saying that... I'm just saying they're milk toast and use... Feel
2: well, replaced. and I don't think they're used to, like, being challenged on stuff because I think that they only hang out with people who agree with them or who don't say that they disagree with them, right? So, like, they go through life with this, like, straw manned idea of what the evil Republicans think about the thing so like they already have the argument worked out in their head like of what you're so, going to say and how you how you think about it and they have no idea what you really think about it or what you know about it or anything else because I, it's never occurred to them that you could actually have all the same facts and information and have a different opinion you know you must right. just be an ignorant Moron who thinks that all the... Colonials were all great and wonderful And the Indians were terrible Savages or something mm. and that they're going to Educate you and disabuse You of the notion that you have the, Like the idea that you could Have a nuanced view of it and just reach A different conclusion than they did <coughs> Is impossible to them because They've never encountered that because they've never Actually stopped and sought out anyone With an actual legitimate different opinion And tried to find out why they feel The way they do about something because that's not how they Operate
1: so there's this is something that I think that people need to know. Um Hold on, I'm just looking around to find something. Um uh, how do you spell Holocaust?
2: H O L O C A U S T. It, uh... any uh, luck over there
1: sorry about that i'll stop doing did it you
2: find way. out anything about the holocaust you're in good company a lot of millennials don't know what the holocaust is apparently whenever they do surveys it's like a quarter of people under 40 no, I like have no idea is. what it is so I know if what you're is. looking it up <laughs> and i don't i'm not, I'm not denying that it
1: happened um i was just looking here uh anything anything the... Okay, here it is. So, so this is what I want to say, and I think that, that this town where we are uh-huh. has done it, like many other towns have done it, and people should know this in case you don't know it. Mm-hmm. There is a thriving industry out there, a thriving industry
3: mm-hmm.
1: of people from marginalized groups and people from non-marginalized groups. It is a thriving industry who will travel to your town meetings or your historic commission meetings or your board of education meetings mm-hmm. and will tell you how racist and bad your things are Right. and you are. They will fly all over the place. I've, right, they're I've, like
2: professional expert witnesses for trials. That's exactly why. You just and bring they will them in to give the opinion exactly. that you need them to And they will go to, to Winchester, give.
1: Massachusetts and tell you why sachems is a racist, horrible thing that's not actually sachem, it's actually sacrum anyway, and it meant- Suckham. It meant chief, what, it didn't mean chief, no, it, it meant like medicine, m- but, right, they'll tell you that, um, it, uh, it- and they'll tell you that it's a misuse of the person anyway. So scientifically, there's no reason. You're not even really, if you want to keep the name Sachem, you're not really honoring Sachems because one, it's not Sachem, it's Sekum And also, they're nothing like what you think they are, which is also wrong. Sachems were chiefs. They were. I don't care. Sorry about that. They were um but that doesn't matter but they'll fly but they're also going to tell you that it's insensitive because for several reasons they'll tell you that the the imagery is not accurate so it's insensitive it's uh overly uh, hyperbolic imagery, which mm-hmm. is insensitive, and they'll tell you that it hurts them, and so that's why it must be... And they'll pretend to have... They'll pretend as if they're working through this with you, but they've come to the conclusion. They're paid to have a conclusion up front, and they've right. got it. Absolutely. So they will tell you how racist HM is, how racist the red men are, how racist the, racist the red warriors are. They'll be happy to do that. They'll go everywhere, and they, re- they will do it. Mm-hmm. They will tell you... Others will tell you how simply racist you are, um and and you know there are people we were for years now who have been going around and they'll tell you about your white fragility and they'll tell we've you how fragile we managed
2: to live in a lot of towns that have had yes. mascots that
1: have been problematic. And, and we you, haven't done it on fly, purpose. They'll I fly swear. in. They'll do by Zoom meeting, mm-hmm. etc. And they'll tell you about this. And then you, as the good progressive, can say, "See, look, see, this guy, whatever wing or whatever his name is from whatever tribe, whatever." He says that it is racist, right? And these people are easy to find and they do it and then they use this and cite this. Oh, you didn't hear the very thoughtful speaker we had. Mm-hmm. Here's one of the very thoughtful speakers called Fairies Gray, his name is, who travels all over the place. By the way, there are also thoughtful speakers on the other side who will say, Satan is awesome. Yeah, keep it.
2: We've They're- also, by the way, we should avail ourselves. We've had the thoughtful speakers on this show, too, yes. and talk to them on here and let them just have the run of the show and say all kinds of things Absolutely. that we just let them go and do their thing. I mean, like, so the idea that we're not exposed to any of these arguments and we're just ignoring No, this is, only if is they've that, availed
1: like, themselves. I'm sorry <laughs> that uh, that Fairies Grey or, or whoever it is, um, you know, invoiced you, and so you think that you can lecture me, but I've t- t- seen them and talked to them as well.
2: We also, by the way, like I'll let you get to okay. the thing, but but we also like read a ton of early American history and, and watch it. We like, we know a lot about early native colonial interactions, like probably more than a lot of the people right. who are lecturing us. Like, in- not to put too fine a point on it, but like we put a lot of time in reading these original like firsthand accounts of this right. stuff. Right,
1: and you always see their posts and they say, we should, we really <gasps> owe it, guys. That's this, this, this sign that, in particular, mm-hmm. we owe it, you know, to have a sign that better talks about those people who inhabited this land before mm-hmm. us. So one, we don't owe anybody anything. There's one thing, okay? We don't owe any, if you feel bad and you live in this nice town and you feel bad that the natives ceded over the land by bullies, by force, whatever, then you can do whatever you want with your house. It's remarkable. You could give it away if you want to. Yeah. It's remarkable what you want to do. But but this idea that, that we have to, you know, the land, nobody knows. You have no idea of what was going on then. If, these, if the particular Indians that were living on your land assimilated right into the culture, they may very well have. Or what was going on? Or the Indians who were living on the land that you're on to absolutely loved the people, the settlers, mm-hmm. white settlers from Europe who were here.
2: You well, know. and, like, the time period that we're talking about, the mid-1600s, part of the ongoing conflict between the the settlers and the Native Americans were that uh, some Native Americans had converted to Christianity, and other Native Americans didn't like that and slaughtered them. So that was one of the ongoing things. When you talk about assimilation and the fact that it was complex, like, it absolutely was complex, and this was not... Um, this was not right. like cut and dry white people evil. But for, mean, for like, them
1: to say, for them to say, when they say things like, "Oh, we just wanted like draw a bigger picture or make it more or whatever," mm-hmm. and this sign is incomplete because it talks about this woman, this person who shot a Native American and shot the rum out of his hand, whatever. We just wanted to. No, what they're wanting to do is make an apology because Western civilization is evil and bad, and they feel bad about it, and they want to make that public so they can feel good about it. That's all that is. That's all Mm -hmm. it is. They're bad. They aren't bad, but there are other people around them that are bad. It comes from the same place as, hey, there's no home here, lawn sign. I'm not one of the bad ones. Not in this house. Over there, the fat guy with (laughs) all the chickens. He's a bit. So anyway, here's one of the guys that travels all around the country getting paid big bucks uh, to tell rich suburbians uh, how racist they are.
3: In order to understand how the indigenous feel about these mascots, you have to understand the history of this country. And what happened to us? Uh, we were colonized and assimilated. Uh, we make the comparison quite often to the similarities between what Hitler did and what the colonists did. Um, the one difference is Hitler was stopped and the colonists were not.
1: That gentleman right there—that is called an a-hole. That is what he is.
2: That's also like pretty offensive. I would, I would say, say it
1: could be pretty <laughs> offensive. You know, I you know don't what? think you, most things. Wait a things second, should we're paying be- you good money. To call us racist, and you come up with Hitler in the first five words? Get like a refund too. How <laughs> lazy is that? But if this is—it's in a thousand ways offensive, stupid, incompetent, and impotent. And screw you, Fairies Gray, grifter. My goodness, what a my I, 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 zero as somebody who's had direct descendants murdered. Well, ancestors, not descendants. Oh, mur- yeah, whatever that's called. Ancestors murdered mm-hmm. by uh. Other people who may or may not have been indigenous.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel that um, that I have just as much moder- the right to speak about my grievances as anybody else. OK.
2: Right. OK. I also um, I know that that leftists like to call what happened to the Native Americans genocide. But I think that that's a difficult and problematic comparison when you draw it out to its natural conclusion because if you say for example that immigrants to a new place who might bring diseases uh constitute a genocide then i think that other things will fall into that category that you will not want to fall into that category and it gives it gives rhetorical cover to people who actually are like white nationalists in europe or wherever who are saying like look we're the native people to this land and these foreign invaders are moving in and bringing in bad customs and diseases and they're genociding us just by moving in and there being more of them. And I don't that's not a line of thinking I agree with. You know, like I I think that that's a bad rhetorical argument and not a good comparison to genocide. And so I think that you have to be careful when you talk about you know because we talk about being like a nation of immigrants and you know the people on the left especially will always do this when the immigration debate comes up they'll say like well the the white people that came here were immigrants well if immigrating to a place can constitute genocide i think that takes the conversation to a place that i personally like disagree with and i'm not comfortable with i and, and well, but if you know gonna, and i don't think
1: that yeah, but are they suggesting that the smallpox was genocide
2: i mean i've definitely heard it called genocide uh, well, That's, overall, is, what happened so to what, the Native what, what, Americans? What about when is Europeans genocide, gave, right?
1: y- we gave Europeans smallpox, and it tore through Europe again and again and again and again and mm-hmm. again, and all yeah. of these plagues and all these other things happened. You know, th- th- there's that was not a deliberate attack. The Native Americans mm-hmm. had no antibodies. Yeah, and for the, the stuff. blanket stuff no, is
2: like apocryphal. Uh, yes, That's it is. And,
1: and also, you know, there are certain cases as well that I said that when that w- during outbreaks of smallpox in Europe native americans would go to europe be kidnapped enslaved or whatever and not get smallpox so i'm not sure of what exactly is going on there well, nobody is i've seen all sorts of writing on it and they're sure mm-hmm. because obviously smallpox was ripping across europe that it was from but but we don't know how, but anyway i think it's fair to say that american indians it, let's not even up here this is crate. this is a up here in the Northeast is a kind of a different story than like the the Cherokees and, and others in the more in the middle of the country. Mm-hmm. But a, I it's a, Andrew Jackson absolutely ethnically cleansed Indians.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. that was. I mean the. The Trail of Tears and that stuff yes. wa- were deliberate actions to eliminate people. Yes,
1: and they were immoral and bad, as far as I'm concerned, and illegal, because the Supreme Court had, had uh, ordered Jackson to stop removing mm-hmm. the Georgia, Georgia Removal Act or whatever it was. I know that there's, it's even more complicated than that, but that's not what's happening down the street here, etc. That's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. This, You know, it's funny, because she says, avail yourself of the history. The history up here, in the Northeast New England... Of the Indians in all these wars, starting with King Philip's War and two subsequent mm-hmm. subsequent wars, which never really ended until they ended, um, it is a vast universe of different actions and events that happen. Mm-hmm. It is not so. There's no way that they've availed them his, their themselves if they had one. They'd be nauseous to see how absolutely bloody. Um, full of atrocities that it was, right? But you know what? I only mentioned I meant to talk about this for seventeen seconds,
2: right? But but, but, but it's an interesting topic, yeah. and we just celebrated Indigenous Peoples Day, and you know, I I've been thinking about this and like reading some of these things in particular about Columbus and stuff, and you know, I mean, like the Mexica people who, um, used to be called the Aztecs, but now we've gone with their more oh, more accurate in name. It's like spelled like Mexico, but with an oh, A, shut and up. it's pronounced Mexica. Not you. But anyway, that's what the Aztecs are called now. But I was just reading this you know what? Like, huge article. By the about way, how- it's mm-hmm. a starfish. Oh, a, starfish. it's not a sea star. Okay, and sea jellies because they're not technically. Fish. They
1: change starfish. Do so they have to be sea stars and sea jellies? Go ahead. What about oh, the Mexicas? Anyway,
2: anyway so um, I was just reading this huge article about how um, they had all these accounts from like Columbus and other explorers about how like the Mexica people had You know had these towers of human Skulls from all their human sacrifices And they had like never found them So they thought maybe it was like just apocryphal Like they just made it up to make the natives Look bad but guess what they found the towers of human skulls, and there's thousands and thousands of human skulls mortared together to make big towers um, from all the human sacrifices—men, women, children. Then. So, you know, I can't
1: believe that. How did that happen? Can we have Columbus Day back? Then? So
2: it's a little complicated. It's—I mean—all this stuff is complicated, <laughs> but it's—you
0: oh, know—for it's it,
2: <laughs> people to sit here and tell you like avail yourselves of the history, you're just like Hitler. It's absolutely right. like so the anyway these two possible. people who were
1: who were so able to enlighten and uh <laughs> they killed they killed the thread and suddenly i was out i was talking to people and something was gone so that that's one person so so that gets just plant that over there so what happened 46 minutes ago when i heard a ruckus outside of the house oh, oh. um this is i am taking baby steps to saying if we could ever adequately clean and fix our house um to moving. So what is the next thing that happened?
2: Um a lovely lady who's our neighbor who is very sweet.
1: Our neighbor where?
2: Down across in the white house.
1: Not directly across?
2: Not the close ones that we Not, met, the uh, next one up. across. Yeah.
1: Not uh, across but up, so yep. it's so it's like a football field away. Right. Right. Okay. Up the football field away. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. So she you, came she came and she Introduced herself. Where did she come to? Up our driveway. To okay. the top of the driveway. Top of the driveway. And she handed me flowers. Mm-hmm. And introduced herself. And I was confused, clearly. And she said that she had come over to introduce herself and let me know that the guinea fowl noises grate her soul. And
1: Did she use those words?
2: Um. Yeah.
1: Did you say the guinea fowl noise graze my soul?
2: She said it's like a rusty hinge in my soul. And she said they do it all night, which I don't know that that's true. I don't really hear them at night, but okay. I mean, they do make noises. They are loud birds, but they're not... I don't know. I, but they I are live, loud birds, I but, And closer. they do walk
1: across the street sometimes.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I told her I would research whatever possible solutions could be researched to make them quieter and she said she felt better just having talked to me and she said she's lived all over the country and she's never complained to a neighbor about anything and she feels terrible and um yeah so that was that okay But they don't seem to have been making noise since
1: then. E- P- Listeners, you guys have heard them here. Mm-hmm. You can hear them. They'll, they'll get going. They're loud. There's no doubt about that. And, yeah. and I, uh, I, it is a point of contention that we got more, obviously. Uh, I, if if things are like they used to be, I don't expect all of them will last very long. That is true. Um, that
2: is true. We are Of the original six, we have two left. And so now there are six new babies. So there's... So there's so, eight. Yeah, but... If they if the same proportion lives this time, we'll have four by right. uh, by the spring. But the
1: fact that that there's these birds that a football field away bothers somebody from hearing the birds. Just imagine hearing geese, I guess, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, a a really sensitive hearer <laughs> is a total pain in the ass, totally. And that like stress makes me think we should effing move immediately. Well, I just, and of course we can't move because we're stuck here. So the sole grade person is going to have to <laughs> just take it.
2: Well, I I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. So great. Now <laughs> we got also that. In like the we're not the only people in town that have them. Probably the closest people to her, but, like, plenty of people in town have them. Like, we've heard them driving around town, also. but ours are the ones she hears, so I don't care about any other... No, I understand that, but it's, like, a town with farms and noisy birds and stuff like that. So it's not, like, we're not, like, in downtown Boston with noisy birds. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I... So while I obviously am going to try various solutions to well, so I was looking up the solutions yes. too, and then as I came in as I was making chicken nuggets for the kids and uh one cow Don't brag, Ellis. One can, <laughs> how the
1: cuisine that we prepare. All farm to table, by the
2: way. There is chicken nuggets made of our chickens. Okay how about that would that?
1: solve a problem.
2: Well, yeah, so that is one of the possible solutions is that some of them tend to be noisier than others. so You mm-hmm. can kind of observe and see which ones are the loudest, and then call them until the herd quiets down, the flock quiets down.
1: I don't want to know anything more about how you're going to call them, Alice. <laughs> how would you call them?
2: Well, how did we call avocado we didn't the rooster? Call anything, Alice.
1: <laughs> I drove six towns away. Mm-hmm. So you would uh, murder find the noisy ones and, and murder them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, just because. Mrs. LL Bean up the street uh, is comfortably wants to sip her coffee without hearing foul make farm noises. A, in rusty a farm hinge
2: town. noise. So now what we
1: have now mm-hmm. is we essentially now have upstairs neighbors <laughs> who we have to worry about. We have that stress that I thought we've moved out here to the boonies where there's nothing but a, a, a you know a twenty minute drive to Walmart's. That's nothing else up here, and now we've got essentially an upstairs neighbor who's hearing who's sensitive about hearing things.
2: Well, a lot of people on the street have moved now that their kids are grown. Her kids are in their 20s now, she was telling me about them. So, maybe they'll decide to move.
1: <laughs> Why are you looking at So the at other me? guy with the a, with a, with, a, with a tiny dog which got uh, <coughs> he came running through the yard the other day. He's not a tiny dog. He's a a dog with ridiculously tiny legs. The fuselage is big. It's
2: like a corgi type of
1: Anyway, he came running up the driveway the other day while I was (laughs) up here and said, oh, you haven't seen the corgi, have you? He ran through here. And I said, no. Now, I could have said, I could have taken umbrage to a guy running through the property. I could have said, uh, you know, I could have taken umbrage to the dog being loose, to the idea that the dog could very easily kill our animals, that's fine. Could have killed little Jerry. That's right. I was just thinking that. He he could have been the one who killed little Jerry. I will not complain. I will never complain. You can run through my place looking for your two short-legged dog all you want. Your green fowls can make more noise than they need to make all you want. It's not as if we have a boombox out there. And once, once again, we live a football field away.
2: They're pretty far away.
1: Yes. But she needs a certain... Non noise, even though we live on a very busy street, and so it bothers her. Okay, okay. You know, I, I had, you know, I dated a, a a a lady about ten. What is this year? Twenty twenty one. Okay, fifteen years ago or so, more, more. And she was sensitive to the sound of feet. hmm. And there were upstairs neighbors. And she would constantly complain that she could hear them walking around. They tried to accommodate her. They got rugs and things. I had to, like, stand next to her as her partner in this thing. And I was just, like, (laughs) horrified. I'm so sorry that this is... I can't... She's insane. Well,
2: I think this lady felt bad that she was complaining about it. Like, that's why she brought us a vase of flowers. But what...
1: They're... I don't understand. If they're, bir- they're outdoor birds that walk around and eat ticks. That's what that, they do. Well, that's what
2: I told her. And she told me she's had Lyme disease, so she understands. Of course she has. <laughs> and she said they're very beautiful birds. And she said she felt better having seen them and talked to me. And she said she usually loves animals.
1: <laughs> okay.
3: okay. <laughs>
1: that's fine. That's fine. All right. So oh, okay. okay. That's good. That's great. So that's that's where we are right now. Uh all right. Should we talk about uh, I have a
2: story that will cheer you up.
1: I don't think you do, to be honest, <laughs> but you may go ahead.
2: Okay. This is from the Washington Free Beacon. A Yale law student sent a lighthearted email inviting So this classmates. is very wordy,
1: so make sure that we don't do too much. Yep, of
2: it. I'm not going to do okay. the whole thing. Uh, A second-year law student at Yale Law, both a member of the Native American Law Students Association and the Conservative Federalist Society. So, this is a person of color. He's a member of the Native American Mm -hmm. Law Students and the Federalist Society.
1: Conservative group, yep. Yep
2: invited classmates to an event co-hosted by the two groups. We will be christening our very own Native American law students Trap House by throwing a Constitution Day bash in collaboration with the Federalist Society, he wrote in a September 15th email to the Native American listserv. In keeping with the theme, the mixer would serve American-themed snacks like Popeye's chicken and apple pie. Um, so... Within minutes, the lighthearted invite was screenshotted and shared to an online forum for all second-year law students, several of whom alleged that the term Trap House indicated that the event was a blackface party.
1: What is it? Is that problematic? The blackface (laughs) party?
2: Um, Is that what you took away from Trap House?
1: No, nobody does.
2: (laughs) I guess celebrating whiteness wasn't enough, said the president of the Black Law Students Association. Uh, Y'all had to upgrade to cosplay blackface. She also objected to the mixer's affiliation with the Federalist Society, which she said has historically supported anti black rhetoric. Uh, Just 12 hours after the email went out, the student was summoned to the law school's Office of Student Affairs, which administrators said had received nine discrimination and harassment complaints about his invitation. At the
1: September. Did they bring them flowers too?
2: At the September 16 meeting, which the student recorded and shared with the Washington Free Beacon, the associate dean, Ellen Cosgrove, and the diversity director, Yasin Eldick told the student that the word trap connotes crack use, hip-hop, and blackface. Those triggering associations, Eldick said, were compounded by the fried chicken reference. I love
1: that he's Eldick.
2: He's a former Obama White House official, mm-hmm. and he went on to say that the student's membership in the Federalist Society had triggered his peers. The email's association with the Federalist Society Was very triggering for students who feel like The Federalist Society belongs to political Affiliations that are oppressive to certain Communities, Eldick said That, of course, obviously includes the LGBTQIA community And black communities and immigrant Communities. The statement signals That the administrators of the country's top-ranked Law school now regard membership In the Federalist Society as a legitimate Object of offense and as grounds Of discipline uh, throughout the September 16 meeting And a subsequent conversation Eldick and Cosgrove hinted repeatedly That his student would face consequences If he didn't apologize Including trouble with the bar exams Character and fitness investigations Which Cosgrove <laughs> would weigh in on As associate dean <laughs> Those investigations review aspiring lawyers' disciplinary records in considerable detail. The New York State Bar asks law schools to describe any discreditable information that might bear upon an applicant's character, even if it did not result in formal discipline. It is unclear what Cosgrove was referring to when she warned on September 16th that things may escalate without an apology. I, may,
1: oh, how fantastic.
2: I worry about this leaning over your reputation as a person. Oh, I'm trying to help you in. out. Oh, Not just here, but when you leave, you know, the legal community is a small one. The best way to make this go away, he continued, would be to formally apologize to Yale's Black Law Students Association. You're a law student, and there's a bar you have to take. Eldick said in a follow-up meeting on September 17. So we think it's really important to give you a 360-degree view. When the student resisted, saying he'd prefer to have a face-to-face what a bunch discussion. Of weasel words.
1: Weasel. Good on weird this kid for recording it. Where's the recording? What the hell are they thinking?
2: So he gave the recording to the Washington Free Beacon, but I don't know if it's on here. This is who's reporting it. Uh, Yeah. So, but they have it, presumably. So, um, uh, so they did say they did make him draft an apology in which. He apologized to the entire second year class And he said he wanted to talk to anybody face-to-face Who had a problem But they made him draft an apology And they told him that... um, that as a man of color, there probably wasn't as much scrutiny of you as there might have been of a white person of the same position, Eldick informed the Native American student. I just want to acknowledge that there's a complexity to that, too. So I guess he lucked out that he had one victim point in his favor because they essentially told him that he got off easy because he was also a BIPOC. Right. But how incredible. That's our law
1: schools. I mean, at... Oh, of course. I mean, yeah, but L. Dick is like anybody else. It's like these people are just moving, moving, moving and mobilized everywhere. And they're seeping through everywhere. Every institution, every freaking
2: friendly so people of
1: this town page.
2: The word trap house, mm-hmm. which is in the title of like the biggest liberal political podcast that exists. Yep. Um, That word means... Crack, hip hop, and blackface.
1: No, no, but it feels <laughs> like it does to these. these especially
2: idiots. if you're in the Federalist Society, and especially if you have fried chicken while you mention a trap house.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, these are all dangerous tropes. I don't know. I, I'm Alice. I'm very close to violence. Right now, but I don't <laughs> want to think about, about it anymore. Uh, let's see. This is other <laughs> i got here. uh Sorry about that. Sorry. I'll try to take that out. There you go. Um, the only audio I really care about is Joe Rogan said a nice thing about Tucker Carlson Tucker and he-
3: has a lot of left wing people That's- on and he doesn't disparage them or uh, criticize them or mock them you know he had Brett Weinstein on who's uh, very progressive he has Tulsi Gabbard yeah. on he has people on, I mean, he. I think he's unfairly labeled because people want to marginalize him and dismiss him immediately and call him a white separatist or a white supremacist or whatever word that makes you a part of a list of people that you can never associate with. They like to initially do that about him, but... I think his discussions that he has on his show are some of the most nuanced. In that he is willing to have conversations with anybody from all these different whatever people that have been you know in issues with college censorship, where you know so-called progressive college students have censored professors from discussing certain topics or. You know he'll talk about all kinds of things and I think that that's very important in this time that you have people like him yes as much as he gets criticized and as much as I get criticized there's there's a very important thing that is happening when people are discussing uncomfortable issues and it's we have to figure out what's right and what's wrong and you don't get that by just buying into the official narrative
1: how do you tell somebody their birds are loud (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm serious. You're not no, listening no, no, no. to How Rogan? do you tell somebody your, their birds are loud? Because, so you've left that with them. You know that there's nothing you can do about the loudness of your birds, really. There's nothing. She just
2: wanted to register it.
1: Oh, is that all she wanted was to register it? Good. Well, that's great. She the... did
2: say, she did say, I suppose the kids are probably attached to them.
1: <laughs> oh, Oh. so she's not going to demand that we get rid of them immediately. <laughs> We're not playing Jensaki because I'm going to (laughs) go effing ballistic.
0: Um, uh, uh, Lindsey Graham uh, said this. The policy choices of Biden are all over the world now. We had 40,000 Brazilians come through the
2: Yuma sector alone, headed for Connecticut, wearing designer clothes and Gucci bags. This is not economic migration anymore. People see an open America.
0: They've taken advantage of us. And it Let won't be long before a terrorist gets in this crowd.
1: I will scare the shit out of the people of Hartford for that tomorrow. <laughs> so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> Although they actually,
1: a caller told me about it today. I didn't even know what had happened. I um, don't know what that means, but that's interesting.
2: Wait, is Biden's going to be there Friday, right? Is that this yes. Friday? Okay, good. That's good. So Biden's big thing was he talked today. He didn't take questions to announce that he's he's on it with the ports. They've been pretending that the issue with the ports, with all the ships that can't deliver any mm-hmm. of their containers, that that whole thing has not been happening. They're, they've been trying now for months this has been an issue since like June you know the, I've been seeing buzz about the fact that there's like all these ships trapped outside the ports it's that amazing can, yeah and like it's been total radio silence but now the retailers are saying that, like stuff's not going to get here for Christmas it's going to yep. be a sad Christmas under the Christmas tree this year so Biden Biden is now he's got the he announced he's going to make the ports work 24-7 oh, oh. from now until they get the ships all cleared but it's not just the ports though here's the thing because yeah. they load the containers into the port and then trucks have to pick them up and drive them and not only are the ports undergoing a staffing shortage but the, there's also a trucker staffing shortage
1: uh, partly why
2: um vaccine mandates no i don't know
1: newsom won't allow owned and operated trucks
2: Okay, is that part of one of his new?
1: It's an, a climate thing, right? Correct. Okay, so they have
2: to like be battery operated or whatever, whatever electric they, trucks, or
1: they something. have to be compliant yeah. in some way that they, the, a lot of the truckers aren't eligible, whatever. Yeah, doing. so there's,
2: but I think obviously the pandemic is part of the staffing shortage thing. Obviously the uh, the like vaccine stuff is part of it, and then also the. I mean, there's all this like crazy demand because they've dumped a bunch of cash into the economy and people are buying stuff, you know. So it's all these like big companies like Amazons and Walmarts and stuff have all these containers of stuff coming in from overseas that's that, you know, people are ordering online and it's clogging up the work. So they're they're saying it's like a combination of demand and labor shortages. But yeah, I mean, the labor shortage thing is uh, this isn't a problem that's going away anytime soon because it i mean like is there a job now that's paying less than 20 dollars an hour to start like it seems like everything you see is like is is crazy money for these like just...
1: associated press alice okay heating bills set to soar as inflation hits energy prices
2: no, the inflation get, is transitory. Yes,
1: get ready to pay sharper, sharply higher bills for heating <coughs> this winter, along with seemingly everything else, with prices surging worldwide for heating oil, natural gas, gas, and other fuels. And the U.S. government, this is where Biden's climate czar in that first we few weeks, shutting cents. stuff down. That's we right. saved
2: sixteen cents on our Fourth of July so barbecue. I hope you saved that to use on your winter heating bill.
1: Yep, the U.S. government said Wednesday it expects households to see their heating bills jump as much as fifty-four percent compared to last winter.
2: Good work. Heating bills Climate jump. Climate justice.
1: 50, heating port bills jump fifty-four percent in the dollar is worthless. Nearly half of the homes in the U.S. use natural gas for heat, and they could pay an average of seven hundred and forty-six dollars this winter, thirty percent more than a year ago. Those. What do we
2: have? we have natural
1: gas. Oh, excellent. That's great. F it. I'm just going to blow this effing place up anyway. You won't <laughs> have to worry about the guinea fowl anymore. Those in the Midwest could get particularly pinched with bills with an estimated we'll 49%. we will be cooking the guinea
2: fowl over the burn barrel this winter.
1: This could be the most expensive winter for a natural gas, natural gas heated home since 2008-2009. Second most used heating source for homes is electricity, making up 45% of the country. Those households could see a mere, a modest 6% increase. Oh, there you go. Hey, congrats all you guys on electricity. Homes using heating oil, uh-oh, which make up 4% of the...
2: What? But in New England, they're a lot more because could we have see, older houses. Oh, could
1: see 43%, more than a fifty five hundred percent increase. Yeah. Da-da-da-da-da. In New England,
2: all these things are usually more expensive than the other parts of the country, too, because we suck at getting them here because we refuse to build any carbon-based infrastructure because we're annoying, so.
1: Associated Press, breaking news. hmm Millions of retirees in Social Security will get a 5.9% boost in benefits for 2022.
2: Awesome. Well, that's good. That's
1: right. The biggest cost of living adjustment in 39 years follows a burst in inflation as the economic no. struggles to shake off the uh, the drag of the economic, uh, coronavirus pandemic. So there you go.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been working on some articles about how inflation is good. Bloomberg did an article uh, entitled, America needs higher, longer-lasting inflation. The benefits of moderately rising prices and wages outweigh the cost. Right. So, first, it wasn't going to happen at all. No. Then it was going to be transitory. Then it became just actually good. So, that's... yeah. Surveys suggest the public is not convinced that inflation will be transitory. All this has economists and central bankers dutifully poring over data for signs of when or whether inflation currently just under 4% will drift back down toward the Federal Reserve's target of 2%. Instead, they should be considering a more fundamental question. Should the Fed strive to make 4% inflation permanent? To be clear, there's no doubt that the recent rise in price growth has been an unpleasant shock.
1: Really? Was it the heating oil and the natural
2: gas and everything else? Uh Uh-huh. That's partly because it's uneven. A sharp increase in the price of a small set of products creates more pain than a rise in the overall rate of inflation. Um,
1: Just think, there are people out there so well-off rich, with yards full of Subarus and Lexi and uh, Range Rovers... With uh, hate is no home here, uh, yard signs, who will be unaffected by any of this and just be happy that the good guy Biden is there and the mean Trump guy Mm -hmm. is gone. They'll be unaffected by any of this. And this won't affect their lives whatsoever. And they'll have plenty of time to go look for Indian signs to change. And that's what they'll spend their time doing.
2: Get this paragraph. One way to see how this good inflation would play out is to consider the mortgage market. Higher nominal interest rates would mean a higher monthly payment on any given loan. That might seem to make houses less affordable. But what's been clear (laughs) over the last two decades and what economic theory predicts is that housing prices in the most desirable urban areas are determined by the maximum mortgage an affluent urban family can afford. Buyers in those markets bid against each other for a fixed stock of housing. So as nominal interest rates fell, families could afford to take larger mortgages and maximum bids rose overall buyers ended up with the same monthly payment people
1: always brag about the roaring 70s there's nothing yeah. i always hear people love
2: that they heard houses were so cheap and it was yep. great i mean they Everything loved it was better they loved back it. Then. it was great yeah so i'm um, getting ready to look forward to my winter of inflation in bidenomics uh but you can uh, let us know how you're going to spend your extra money that you're going to make through inflation. If you uh, need some
1: guinea follows, let us know.
2: Too. <laughs> That's on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod. You can also email us, uh, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. We're on facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast and burnbarrelpodcast.com.